Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. As always, our conversation available on 960 AM WSBT on our streaming services, including WSBTRadio.com. And a video feed of our conversation is on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. I'm WSBT Radio's Darren Pritchett with Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, BlueandGold.com. Well, we start this report, Mike, allowing you the opportunity to talk about the decommitment of tight end Nate Roberts. Yeah, unfortunate news um, in one sense. I mean, really, really good player, Darren. Um, number 134 overall prospect per the industry ranking um, in the 2025 class. Number two tight end in America. Uh, really good player. Notre Dame got him committed in mid-June. And then uh, here you are, I think like two months to the date almost, uh, he announces his decommitment from the Irish. So, he was a really, I mean, he is a really nice player and one that, you know, Irish Force is really excited about. The good thing is he did it now. I mean, you'd much rather have that decommitment happen, you know, before the start of junior season compared to, you know, close to signing day or something. So, um, yeah, kind of a really interesting situation, Darren. His top three, he told he told uh, Andres Chad Simmons that he picked Notre Dame over Ohio State, and then that Clemson kind of finished in third place. Now all the reports are he's headed to Oklahoma, so a school that wasn't even his top three that's, I think, 10 minutes up the road from him, if not closer, um, you know, with Oklahoma Sooners. Now, and he's trending there. It just kind of the whole thing is – it was a little strange from in, in covering this from my perspective. Um, so he hasn't announced any new commitment, but and I believe Ohio State's still working on him. But it, it seems like a foregone conclusion that he's going to end up Oklahoma. So strange deal. Notre Dame sources don't really f- feel too. Uh, I don't know what the correct term here is. They're, they're not too rattled by this at all. Notre Dame still seems. To be in, it's still so early, Darren. It's still relatively early, in a way, in the 2024 class. The signing day still four months away. I mean, talking about 2025s and decommitments, you know, I don't think there's any reason to lose sleep over that. Are there any concerns following this Notre Dame football program about a couple of decommitments that they've had? So I actually was doing a little bit of research, Darren, and. I found a list, or I should say came up with a list, and, and if I'm leaving anyone or forgetting one, I would love for folks to let me know, but a list of decommits for Notre Dame since the 2019 class. You had two that year, Cade McNamara and T.J. Sheffield. 
zero in 2020. The only player that like left before stepping on the field or, you know, or, or enrolling in Notre Dame was Landon Bartleson. If you guys remember his situation with, with the law, he, so he got released from his NIL, excuse me, NLI. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did sign with Notre Dame in 2021 four decommitments, but two of them and Dion Colsey and uh, Philip Riley ended up recommitting to the Irish. So you only had Greg Crippen and David Aviara. In the 2022 class, five, Darren Agu, Amarion Walker, Jack Nichols, C.J. Williams, Devin Moore. That was, a, that was a high number for five. How about this? It jumps to seven in 2023. Jade Lamar, Keon Keeley, Dylan Edwards, Peyton Bowen, Elijah Page, Cedric Irvin, Justin Rett. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I believe. Okay. And then you had Brandon Hillman would be eight. But again, like Bartleson, signs with Notre Dame, then released from his, his letter of intent. So far in the 2024 class, Owen Wafel, Brandon Davis-Swain, I believe two of your first three commitments, if not the first two, decommit, and then Isaiah Canyon here not too long ago. And then in the 2025 class, you already have Nate Roberts. So I've been thinking about this, like, for folks wondering, oh, man, Brian Kelly didn't have this many decommitments, or, oh, our, you know, Lou Holtz, we wouldn't have let this happen. Well, you know, when Lou Holtz was recruiting – a thing called the internet wasn't even really around, you know, recruiting has just changed so much that these are just the times, Darren, not only are kids going to commit and decommit based on what's their best interest. You got to look at it from the Notre Dame side of things. They're parting. They part ways with kids all the time going back. I mean, this has been happening for a long time that this thing happens um, that it'll, sometimes be initiated from the school side of things. And in and, and a few of those names I listed, it wasn't all just kids decommitting from Notre Dame. Sometimes it can be like Notre Dame kind of decommitting from the kid. Like these things, it's just more prevalent nowadays, Darren. And ever since, and I, I don't have data on this. This is kind of just an opinion or something I've maybe observed a little bit. Ever since COVID and then more so into this, NIL era, staying close to home just seems to be more on big-time prospects minds than ever before. Now, of course, players are leaving their home state. They're going across the country all the time. But it just seems like – I mean, look at the, the five-star defensive lineman who just committed to Missouri and then the Ryan Wingo kid from St. Louis, the, you know, that borderline five-star guy, or it might be a five-star according to some websites. He might end up in Missouri. There's – there's just this push. I mean, I think this work from home age, like people just like to be close to home. Um, and then also there is the NIL component too, where Missouri might be able to do really well in NIL for a kid who's coming from their state, who's a five-star player. Whereas you go to Georgia, they get five-star defense alignment all the time. So from a Notre Dame perspective, Darren, it just seems like a little bit of troubling times, but also they're recruiting so well in 2024 that if they didn't, if they did not have Marcus Freeman. Let's say Brian Kelly never left. He's still in Notre Dame. I, how, because Marcus Freeman's recruiting, in my opinion, at such a higher level, the ceiling is raised so much more under him than it was under Brian Kelly, that if Kelly were still here, I, I mean, we might have borderline top 25 classes, let alone, you know, can, 
or compared to top ten classes with Mark Stream. I I truly believe that. So if you put Marcus Freeman though in the in the twenty tens at Notre Dame as Notre Dame's head coach and the staff, if you're able to time travel and do that, I think they clean house. I really do. This just this era is just not kind to Notre Dame. And I don't mean to be a doom and gloom guy on this, Darren, but and again that that's with the context that Notre Dame's also doing extremely well. In this 2024 class, I mean, I talked to a source. And sorry, Darren, I know I'm rambling. Nope. Talked to a source this earlier this week, um, who said, you know, Notre Dame feels like this is their best class in 2024, you know, decade plus, uh, and it's outside the top 10. So they're still recruiting at a really high level. So you can look at it multiple ways. Like, man, if they, Kelly were still here, I think this again. You're looking at fringe top 25 classes. Just the way recruiting has changed so much, um, it, it's a little bit wild. Notre Dame football recruiting update with Mike Singer from Blue and Gold Illustrated. I'm Darren Pritchett from WSBT Radio. All right, how about some good vibes surrounding James Flanagan, a legacy guy? Yeah, so Nate, yeah, legacy guy. Um, his father wore number 44 at Notre Dame, Jim Flanagan. Um, of course, I think you, you guys might remember him on a, on a cover. Um, of a magazine back in the day. So Flanagan t- took his father's number, just multiplied it by two. So James Flanagan from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, wears number 88. And you would hope that if James Flanagan is twice the player's father was, and you're looking at a, you know, <laughs> a NFL Hall of Famer down the road for sure, but we won't get ahead of ourselves here. So, so here's a really interesting thing, Darren. Notre Dame only wanted to take one tight end in the 2025 class. They got Nate Roberts. They're done. What do you do with James Flanagan? A four-star tight end, number 200 player nationally, number seven tight end per, you know, per the on-three industry ranking, a Notre Dame legacy. What do you do about that? You stop recruiting James Flanagan, who's also a pretty big-time player. Uh, offers from Notre Dame. Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, Stanford, Missouri, and a few others. It's like a pretty big-time player. What do you do about that? So Notre Dame really likes um, his uh, his film on defense, too. And for folks watching on YouTube, this first play, he sprints down the field about 90 yards and tracks down a running back and I believe forces a fumble, too. So Notre Dame goes, we're going to continue to recruit you. So Roberts commits to Notre Dame in mid-June. You saw Flanagan on campus at the end of July for that grill and chill cookout thing. Continue to recruit him. My understanding was they said, you know, we're going to recruit you as an athlete. Tight end possibly, but also very much defensive end. Like that, you know, some kind of front seven role, linebacker, DN, Viper, whatever. So that worked out well that then Roberts D commits. It's not like now you got to call up Flanagan and say, hey, hey, boo, we still want you. Like, hey, can you come back? Oh, they've been recruiting them this entire time. So, and talking to the learning sources this week, I mean, this has been a prediction I've wanted to log for a while. There's just weirdness about logging. You know, I, I, just doing the prediction things can be weird. So I'll usually will err on the side of caution on that. Um, but with Roberts decommitting um, and then this coming, you know, this just makes so much sense. I have a hard time seeing him not ending up at Notre Dame. And uh, Flanagan's a good player, Darren. Um, 
physical. He's got great size. I feel like he's pretty versatile. Um, you see him play, you're like, yep, yeah, this is more of a throwback tight end. V- again, very physical. He's strong. The size. Um, I-, I think this would be a really nice pickup for the Irish. Someone who, uh, you know, bleeds blue and gold as well. Um, nothing imminent from what I'm understanding here, Darren. I don't think he's going to, you know, announce a, d- a commitment to Notre Dame tomorrow or something. But um, Notre Dame uh, definitely does look like the favorite to land him right now. Okay. Mike, let's go to another 2025 prospect, an offensive lineman, Owen Strebig, visiting Ohio State. So, or actually for the Ohio State game, excuse me. So tell Correct. us some news about that. Yeah, so this is a, a pretty big deal. And Darren, I, I've said this before, I don't know what shows or do so many different things right now, but this Notre Dame-Ohio State game, September 23rd, might be the single biggest recruiting weekend Notre Dame's ever had in terms of just star power. You're going to have like 80% of your 2024 class on campus and pretty much every big Notre Dame target in the 2025 class, especially the ones who have the means to get to campus, your Midwest kids, you know, a lot of these players who have been visiting Notre Dame in the spring and summer, every single one of them either are setting up that visit to get to Notre Dame at the end of September or they're hoping to. Like, this is going to be an absolutely massive weekend. Owen Strebig from Wisconsin, Catholic Memorial, 6'7", 295 pounds, top 100 player per the on three industry ranking. Told uh, Blue and Gold's Kyle Kelly earlier today that he will be visiting Notre Dame for the Ohio State game. And this kid has been a regular at Notre Dame. He visited uh, in mid-April, was back in June, and then uh, at the end of July for the Grill and Chill. So, um, from what I understand, he's like the offensive tackle target on the board. Um, like this is the biggest thing to know with being a Midwest kid, uh, someone who the staff highly covets, which is side note, you know, I, I when I say that, I don't want to be like, he's the number one guy. Cause I don't want like Josh Petty, this other elite offensive tackle from Georgia to hear that and be like, Oh, well, I'm not their number one guy. Like coach, like, I don't think coaches really do that as much like, no, there is a handful of tier eight targets, and these are the guys we want. We'll take any combo of them. I, I think that's more of it than stacking it up. Um, here's our one, two, three there. I don't think they do that. It's more of tiers, tier A, tier B, tier C, that type of thing. So Big definitely um, a crucial target for the Fighting Irish. Um, and, and Darren, how, how about Notre Dame dipping into Wisconsin? Yeah, it took them 20 years to sign a player from Wisconsin. Was it Brian Bedash, I believe, in the 20, excuse me, 2002 class, if, if I recall. It took them 20 years to sign their next guy, Billy Strauss, in the 2022. 20, 20, <laughs> come on, bring it together, singer. Bring it together, singer. 2022 class, um, and now you can see, you know, Notre Dame land a couple of guys from wow. Wisconsin in 2025, and Owen Strebig and James Flanagan. Those guys might be playing at Lambeau Field in a couple of years. Yeah, how about that? And Wisconsin. Especially Flanagan, Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's where he lives. So that would be really cool for him, for sure. Well, Mike, the season is upon us. Just days until the opener, and Blue and Gold Illustrated continues to pump out the information. Really excited uh, for this football season, Darren. we got a, a really good uh, lineup for our shows at YouTube. We'll have 
five throughout the week, uh, live shows, and then, of course, content like this as well, the pre-recorded stuff. Um, so please go to our YouTube channel. If you just search Blue and Gold Illustrated or Notre Dame Mike Singer, whatever, you should find me on YouTube, no problem. Uh, and then, of course, on our website, blueandgold.com, we'll always have various offers. So just you know, stay tuned to the website. Uh, lock into my Twitter, at Mike T. Singer. We always have different offers we're tweeting out and whatnot. Um, so please do just head to blueandgold.com. Um, head to the loose emoji board for a uh, you know, conversation with thousands of Notre Dame fans. And um, yeah, we definitely hope to see you there. Rumor has it this Darren guy and Tyler Hork are going to hook up on a live chat on Mondays. That's the rumor. I, didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't know <laughs> if you had said anything about it, but uh, I, I have heard that rumor. Okay. Um, and uh, I will be producing that first show, Darren. So don't mess up. You got nothing to worry about. I'll have my tux on. I'll look good for you. <laughs> Sounds good, my friend. All right. He's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider. Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Check him out at the website, blueandgold.com. Mike, thank you much. We'll talk to you game week next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Darren. Tonight's Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat has been brought to you by Budweiser for 13 years, Folds of Honor, and Budweiser have provided life-changing scholarships to military families. Join United Beverage in raising a bud to raise funds for Folds of Honor by the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at feedindiana.org. By Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, now with three locations to serve you, Barnaby's the Family Inn by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future, and by Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies. Visit BethelUniversity.edu slash solid ground for details. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 5. South Bend Cubs baseball is next on WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.